Welcome to City Life Church Podcast. Our desire is that all may come to know Christ and fulfill their purpose in life. We welcome you to head over to our website for more information. God bless you and enjoy the message. Hi, I just want to welcome you. Thanks for joining me today. Wow, whoever thought we would be living life the way we're living it today? You know, and what is truth today? What is it? And who's telling the truth? Who do we believe? What do we believe? And that's a big challenge for us as we're moving forward in life. And uh, obviously the enemy is using this time that we're living in to try to bring destruction. But I also believe that God is using this time to bring us into unity, to unify as a body of Christ. I am so glad that my hope and my confidence is in Jesus Christ during this season, during this time. Obviously, it's that way all the time, but especially now, it's important for us. I want to take uh, the next couple of weeks to talk about a particular subject that the Lord's put on my heart. And so I believe that understanding the times is really important for us right now. Just being able to understand this is a season we're in. What is going on? What are God's thoughts towards it? What does the word have to say about this? And so I want to talk to us about that a little bit. You know, I was thinking about this. We need to be like in the Bible, the men of Issachar, the tribe of Issachar, and they understood the times. And I, I'm going to explain that in just a, uh, a moment. But we see that there were many tribes, many warriors that were fighting back in those days. And they began to line up with David. When he, was, he became king, they began to come to him, these incredible warriors, incredible tribes. And they would come to him and, and wanted to line up with him. And his question to them was, you come in peace. If you do come in peace, I accept you and I want you to be on my team and be a part of this. But if you're coming with any other intention, if you're coming to try to disrupt in any way, then I'm going to ask God to take over and to uh, punish you for that. So he was making sure that he was setting himself up for success and Israel up for success in those days because there was a lot of things that were going on. And so when they came, they said, hey, we're coming in peace and we want to join. So David was building a mighty army together and he was getting the top notch, best of the best warriors who could fight like none other. But I would say that probably even more important than that was what he got when he got the tribe of Issachar, the men who understood the times in those days. And so we have an enemy right now that's taking a big swing at us. He's trying to take out those who profess Jesus Christ as their savior. And he's doing everything he can. And so we need to understand the times that we're living in. How do we cope in these times? What do we do moving forward? And we need to be preparing for battle. But also at the same time, we need to be preparing for a harvest. There's an awakening that's coming that God is bringing to our nation and to our area, to our community that's like none other. And so he's about to unleash this on our nation. And I believe that we need to be prepared and we need to understand the times that we're in. So I want to read this verse in First Chronicles chapter 12 in verse 32. And it says this, for the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. 
all these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. You know, these men were very intelligent. They knew all the things about astronomy. They knew physical science. They were able to read and understand the sky. They could determine with atmospheric pressure, the clouds. They could determine everything that was going on in regards to weather. They were experts when it came to understanding when to plow, when to sow, when to harvest, all of these things. And they were experts in the political arena, what was going on, all of the things that were happening around the nations there. They were so tied in. They, they knew everything that they needed to know to be able to help David as he moved forward in understanding the times, understanding what it was going to take to win a war, to win a battle. And so they were very critical to David in this. And, you know, they didn't have the farmer's almanac back then to look in and to kind of say, oh, this, we predict this will happen or that'll happen. I just believe God had anointed them and ordained them for such a time as that. And so we see that, that they understood everything that was going on. And so it was important to know they knew at that time that David needed to become king. And that was so critical and important. So it was, it was very obvious of what was happening in there. So they were instrumental in seeing that happen. So I wanted to uh, jump to a scripture in Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 18. It says this, the Lord, your God will be merciful only if you listen to his voice and keep all his commands that I am giving you today, doing what pleases him. I tell you, there are a lot of voices right now. There are a lot of voices out there telling us what to do and what not to do. And these are all people who we would say probably have the right to speak, whether they've been uh, elected or appointed or they've gone to school and they've got been educated. But the unfortunate thing is that a lot of these people are saying different things. And so what voice do we listen to? And it's important to know that we're listening to the voice of God and we're listening to that through his word and through different avenues that he speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. So I want to talk to you over the next couple of weeks about five areas that we're going to look at in helping us understanding the times. And those five areas, number one is culture. And it's understanding our community, understanding what's going on around us right now. The second thing is just defining, pinpointing the enemy roadblocks so that we can see those to define those that will help us. The third thing is timing. When is it time to move out? When is it time to advance? And then the fourth thing is strategy. What steps do we take to break the strongholds of the enemy and to reach the harvest? And the last thing is implementation, basically just making it happen. So we're going to talk about two of those today, and I'm going to talk about three of them next week. And so, you know, I was thinking about this normally in a church, in our church, any church, any given period of time, there's probably one third of the congregation who have just come out of a challenge in their life and they're just kind of starting to surface and be able to to find their way through it there's another third that's right in the middle of a challenge and they're dealing with that and then there's another third that's probably about to go into a challenge so it's kind of staggered a little bit that's kind of typically what happens when we see sometimes the ebb and flow changes a little bit but I tell you right now in this season with the coronavirus everything going on I believe there's 100% of the people in the church that are going through a challenge right now. Some less than others, some more than others, but it's a challenge because we're all having to make adjustments through this challenge. And so it's important for us to understand as we move forward, understanding the times, 
where we're headed. So the first thing I would just want to talk about kind of the culture that we're in right now. You know, today's families lead totally different lives. It, it, it can be complicated but at times, but completely different lives that we're leading right now than maybe we were before. We operate on different schedules. We've created different environments to be around, and we're trying to create something for our families that makes sense to us. And we, we do that based on personal convictions, but also restrictions that have been put on us. And so and some of those uh, you feel are good, some maybe you feel aren't, but it's a challenge for us in this, this season right now, understanding this culture that we're in. And so obviously with the COVID-19 that, that's happening right now, it definitely feeds into our understanding of the times and where we're at and it, for us to discover what that is. There seems to be a lot of options out there when we begin to look at it. Unfortunately, God, for some Christians, God just becomes one of those many options that we have. And that can be a little disheartening for us, I think, for many Christians. But how do we place God as our only option, as our only source? You know, I think that's important for us, that he becomes our go-to source. He becomes our option that we, that's our number one where we look to. You know, the news media, they used to report the news, now they dictate the news and to us, and we can, depending on what news channel we tune into, that's what we're being fed, and it's not necessarily the truth. In fact, most of the time it's not. And so how do we know the truth from fiction? I think we don't unless we're tuned into the Word of God. You know, social media, I believe, has moved past the Bible as our source of truth, and that's so unfortunate because so many people are on there, and they're getting, they're feeding off of it or giving information, and people grab a hold of that, and that becomes truth to them. And I think we need to be really careful that we're not replacing the Bible with social media or other truths that are out there, the news media and those kind of things. Uh, you know, as a, as a society, we're being trained to even to ask for drugs. What do we hear on TV so often, uh, commercials or different things on the radio, you know, that's on there. It's ask your doctor if this drug is right for you. I mean, so they're wanting you to take the initiative to kind of ask for these things and kind of put it in your hands. I believe we're being fed false hope in so many areas of our life. And, you know, as parents, we need to do our homework in finding out the truth uh, that we're teaching our children. You know, it, it will enable them to combat the things that are happening right now, the enemy that's coming after them. And so it's a, a constant, uh, I believe, an inundation of propaganda that comes to us, humanistic thinking, those kind of things that are coming after us. I was thinking about our governor uh, recently passed a sex education bill for our school-aged children that if you take a look at that, that's horrible. It, it's totally contrary to the word of God and what the word of God says. And so I think we have to be careful what we're bringing. The, the culture and everything around us is beginning to shift and change. So we have to stay true to the word of God. And so as things become more confusing for us, you know, there's more options that we see out there that are given to people. And people, I believe, are being drawn subtly away from biblical truth and trying to find truth in other places. And this is an absolute deception from the enemy. So I want to encourage you to stay with the truth, the word of God. And so this is the culture that we're living in today. And I want to read a scripture in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. It says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. 
wow, we're seeing many people <laughs> turning from their Christian roots and, and beginning to embrace what they believe to be a, maybe a more expansive truth or something that they're learning or discovering. It's an opportunity, a different life opportunity for them that they're expressing to go after. Again, this is a deception from the enemy. We have to be careful and steer clear of this. Uh, we see this happening. One example is in the music entertainment industry. I was thinking about that and uh, just watching a couple of the, um, the singing competition shows like American Idol and The Voice, where you see many of the contestants on there, they come from Christian backgrounds and they talk about that. Some of them have stayed with that and stayed true to that and others have gone away from that. And I was thinking of an influential singer that is on there that's one of the judges on the American Idol, Katy Perry, and thinking about, man, she had roots in the church. Her parents were pastors. And she grew up in that. And I was thinking about how now Christianity can maybe become a thing of convenience versus conviction. And I've seen her use this as kind of a convenience depending on who she's talking to and touching base with, oh, oh, you have a Christian background, so do I, and, and so forth. But she's really turned against her faith in that. And so we have to be careful what we're embracing and what we're encouraging our kids and our, and our families to do. And so, you know what? Christianity is not a tool of convenience. It's important for us to understand that. Second thing I want to jump into is just defining, you know, what are some of the roadblocks that might be there as understanding the times? You know, we see the Bible is clear about Satan intensifying his efforts as the end draws near. And boy, are we seeing signs of that right now. But I tell you what, the spirit of God has come to pour out an unprecedented, in unprecedented ways of, I believe, a huge harvest that's coming. And this is all part of understanding the times because the Spirit is moving, the Holy Spirit is moving right in the midst of all of these things, all the challenges we're seeing. In uh, Revelation 2.7, it says this, anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Holy Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give fruit from the tree of life in the paradise of God. You know, this is so good. I, I believe that God is coming with the visitation of the church first. You know, we would love to see him come and we'd love to see him come into the world and just start wreaking havoc and taking out all the enemy, taking out all the bad stuff and, and making it so that we can just sit back and be relaxed in our church, seeing Kumbaya sit around the fire and enjoy. But that's, I don't believe that's how God's doing it. I believe he's coming to the church first. He's coming and bringing a visitation to us. He's coming to shake the church up a little bit, to get our attention. And so there are things that are going on even that we need to take a look at the outside influences that are affecting us. And we need to, we need to put a damper on that. We need to return back our focus to the truth and the, who God is. And so, you know, he's coming into the church. He's, he's bringing He's declaring, uh, it's his clarion voice, the trumpet. It's a wake up call to us to say, it's time to get out of our overstuffed chair. It's time to get up. It's time to be an influence for truth and righteousness. And that's what we're called to as a church. I want to read a, a portion of scripture in 1 Peter chapter 4, starting in verse 17. It says this, For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who don't obey the gospel of God? Now, if the righteous one is scarcely saved, where will the ungodly and sinner appear? Therefore, let 
those who suffer according to the will of God, commit your souls to him in doing good as to a faithful creator. You know, I believe the enemy has intensified his efforts to silence the church. We're seeing that right now, that there's been an attempt to try to do that. And, you know, is that a roadblock, his attempt to do that? Well, it probably is, could be looked at a roadblock, but I believe that God's bringing his uh, SWAT team in. He's bringing in the, uh, the, the big SWAT maneuvering vehicle that will just crush that roadblock that the enemy has. And so he's kind of coming, he's going to run over that. And he's going to take that back, whatever that roadblock is supposed to be. He's going to crush that. Whatever the enemy comes to bring in our way, in our path, I believe that God has all the power to crush that. You know, also part of understanding the times is being able to hear the prophetic voice that God is speaking to us. And there's been many prophetic voices that have been down there, out there. We see obviously historic in the Bible, we see a lot of prophetic things that have come to pass. I believe God still uses prophetic to get our attention. It's part of us understanding the times. You know, there's a, a scripture in Amos 3, 7. It says this, Indeed, the sovereign Lord never does anything until he reveals his plans to his servants, the prophets. So I believe there's prophets that are ordained of God that are speaking out there. Now, we have to be careful who we're listening to, and I think we have to be cautious about that. But I think there's some that do much better job of, at portraying what God is saying than others. But I think when we begin to see some consistency in this, we see that God is moving. We, we're hearing that there's a harvest coming. We're hearing things that what's happening today has been prophesied over the years and so we, we need to not be living in fear right now. We need to be getting our gear on, getting ready. We're going into a battle, but you know, we're going to come out of this thing and we're going to be okay. And so next week, what I'll be doing is I'll continue on this. There's three more, the, the timing, the strategy, and the implementation. Those are three things I'm going to cover next week as we attempt to understand that the times we're living in. But I would just encourage you to kind of take inventory of what's going on right now in your life. Is there things that have come in to, to bring negativity to you that's caused you to be concerned or worry, extra concerned or worried beyond what maybe you should be? And the enemy is trying to set up roadblocks. He's trying to come in and use things to disrupt what God's plan is for your life. And so I just want to encourage you as we are discovering what this looks like for us and understanding the times that we're in. I believe God gives us wisdom and he gives us the capacity through his word and so many other things. So we have to stay true to the truth, the truth of the word of God and understanding that is so critical and so important for each one of us. I just want to pray for you today as we continue to navigate uh, through this difficult and challenging time. But I believe God has all the answers and he's preparing a mighty move of his spirit. And we want to be in tune with that. So if you just join with me, Lord, I just pray right now for every person that is listening today. I pray that you would bring us to that place of focusing on you once again. Lord, I know we can be distracted by so many things, but God, that we would refocus. God, we would bring you back to the center of everything that we do, that our truth comes solely from you, God, that we can trust you and our hope is and our confidence is in you, God. So I pray protection over every family, every life, 
as we continue to navigate this, Lord, moving forward. God, I pray protection. I pray healing. I pray health for everyone as they're making decisions, Lord. And, and I just pray that you would give us wisdom, give us insight that comes from your Holy Spirit as we navigate through these challenging times that we will definitely be able to understand the times and the seasons that we're in. We thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you again for joining me today. God is on the throne, and uh, we love to worship. We're going to have a little bit more of that, but I encourage you to check in again on Wednesday night at 7 and Saturday at 7, and we'll be back with you and connecting, and I'll be talking to you again next Sunday. God bless you. Thank you for listening to City Life Church Podcast. 